If you have seen more than one of my movies, chances are one you haven't seen is the one you're about to see, How to Make a Doll. It was produced at the insistence of a woman named Rosamund Chudno. Now, her husband, David Chudno, was musical director for independent filmmakers in Southern California. He was literally humoring her. Now, he and I were partners for this, this movie. I wrote the screenplay, but I didn't want to use my name. It says, Screenplay by Sheldon Seymour. If you had been in the motion picture industry at that time, you might have found, as I did, everybody who either distributed movies or owned a theater was named either Sheldon or Seymour. <laughs> I just put the two names together and used Seymour Sheldon. Sometimes I reverse it, Sheldon Seymour. It made no difference. Both names were fake. The campaign was, in my opinion, a superior campaign. And once again, for movies of this type, the campaign can be much more significant than what's on the screen itself. The theme of our campaign for how to make a doll was, will sexy girls overrun the country? You can form your own conclusion to that. In fact, you may have formed it even before you see this movie. But here is, in case you're interested in doing it yourself, how to make a doll. Let us once again make clear that which most do not seem to understand. This podcast is marked as explicit, not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless, and tasteless filth whilst reveling in it. Cinema Psyops aims to drag you down into the very same muck, filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. Cinema Psyops. They heap weekly praise on such filth while discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film.
consecutive release week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who's got to add in all the qualifiers to say that something's consecutive. And the guy who's still trying to track that math is the guy who really hates having to do any math at all and is my co-host, Matt! Um, okay, so did I carry the two or just what the hell's going on? You're not dividing to figure out whether or not weeks are consecutive. It's either, did we record this week or did we not? I don't know, man. Now you've lost me. Listen, I'm not here for the math, all right? Yeah, I'm here we can't to s- watch misogyny, apparently. <laughs> we can't say that we record consecutively anymore because we don't. No, we don't. But we still release the episodes we, consecutively. We, 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 every week we release an episode. It doesn't matter when we recorded it. Just when we released it. Stop be dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be some episodes that'll pop up next year too that have been recorded uh, this year that are going to be featuring uh, like special episodes that I did that'll get released to the main feed whenever we need to take a break and neither one of us feels like uh, busting our asses like we did in May because we're done. Yeah. We've had enough. Yeah, there you go. Fucking A. <laughs> oh, and speaking of being burnout and done and uh, misogyny, uh, How to Make a Doll this week, a uh, movie that I more or less slept through, I think. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Um, misogyny there you go there's a review everyone uh apparently women can just be made in a machine and they're not all that important well okay here we go folks there's your review all right we'll see you all there's next it. week yeah see you guys next week Woo! okay
time picking out a bunch of New York Dolls songs. Because it's How to Make a Doll, I figured we would go with the New York Dolls. And some of their stuff has uh, a bit of that throwing the misogyny back in your face a little bit. Uh, so it kind of works. You know, I, I kind of should have gone with more girl power bands, but it's fucking early. I'm fucking tired. And it's late in the day already. I had to get up early and get started early. And I was up fucking late because my wife was plowing my brains out all damn night and wouldn't stop. So I was up till four in the morning. Wait, she was plowing you? <laughs> yes, but not in the way that you're thinking. Oh, yeah, sure. Now it changes. Woman power. <laughs> uh, let me put it this way. Uh, she was not having enough and I was not stopping offering more. And the next thing I know, it's four in the morning. and No, five in the morning, actually. And I got to be up in two hours to do Max Shot. Then I had enough energy left in me to put in watching who how to make a doll. And then I had to go back to sleep. And that's why we're recording late today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because, well, I mean, what else are you going to do? Is, is because of the insatiable sexual urge and the... Uh, uh, psyops households <laughs> it's because we're so sexual <laughs> at least my wife was jesus christ my legs hurt matt <laughs> <laughs> hey 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 just tell me you didn't cry just tell me you didn't cry you stood strong oh i delivered i delivered it's just that you know i'm Good. i'm very sore and my lower back hurts and we need to get this over with so uh let's get going this this episode guys is not going to be a long one there's not a lot to this movie. No, no. So, I mean, there's no point in even trying to pat it out. So, New York Dolls no. is going to be the pirate radio edit music for this week. Um, up first is going to be the song Bad Girl, because apparently that is the only kind of girl that is interesting to a man and one that is robotic and takes commands. But we'll get to that when we get to that. But up first, the Legion Patreon ad. And then right after that, New York Dolls, Bad Girl. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars... You can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
so the lead singer of the New York Dolls is David Johansson, who is also an actor who acted under that name and then also sang for several other bits and pieces of music and bands. One of the things was adopting the persona of Buster Poindexter and belting out the song, Feeling Hot, Hot, Hot. <laughs> he will well, for- there you go. He will I forever mean- be the ghost of Christmas uh, past from Scrooged in My Heart and uh, will always be my favorite hitman from the Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. So there we go. We can oh. we can now move on to talk about another movie that no one gives a fuck about by giving a little love to David Johansson first. There you go. I mean, we, we did everything we could do. All right. How to make a doll the first 20 minutes. Uh, Misogyny. So we anyway, can move on. Yeah. Uh, all right, excellent. And so we open up with some dialogue, and of course, that's going to be our first clip. In of higher learning are gathered some of the greatest minds of our time. It is here that the future of mankind lies. From these portals will come the keys to space travel, to the secrets of the universe, to new answers in science, the arts, medicine, and commerce. And it is here that serious, dedicated students Assemble to study the higher forms of love. Okay. Of love. So anyway, we see uh, a professor. He's doing some work with his uh, students. And um, uh, so, uh, and while he's doing it, two other students start uh, making out and going at it on the floor right behind him. Uh, And as he turns around, he trips over them in a very comical fashion. Uh, so then, uh, uh, anyway, he walks around campus and he sees all the couples make it out. He doesn't quite understand. And that leads to our next clip. Corley, one of the brilliant young men on the faculty. Dr. Corley has solved equations that have baffled the higher mathematicians since Einstein. But even though he knows every intimate secret of the relationship between X and Y, Dr. Corley is hopelessly lost. A mere babe in the woods when it comes to the relationship between B and G, boys and girls. In matters of love, Dr. Corley is still in kindergarten. Could it be that there is something else? Could it be that girls are better than textbooks? I wonder what mother would say. This feels like a Russ Meyer film without the giant tits. Exactly, and it's depressing. Yeah. Because the thing that keeps Russ Meyer's films from being depressing is the giant tits. Exactly. Uh, So anyway, uh, uh, he like goes around town, even like checks out a new car. And then some other guy drives away with the new car. And he's stuck with this tiny little shit car. Um, Anyway, he uh, gets home and uh, talks to Mother Dearest. And that is our next clip. (laughs) This is the way. That's you, Precious. Precious, is that you? Yes, Mother, it's me. Why didn't you answer me? I did. You used my name. How many more times do I have to tell you before you'll listen? Tell me what, darling? I'm 32 years old, Mother. 32. How much longer are you to keep calling me by that stupid baby pet name? How much longer? No. Oh, is that all you're upset about? I'm sorry, darling. I'll try harder to remember. Where were you? Where have you been? I went for a walk. Alone? Don't I usually take my walks alone? Percy, a boy your age really should show some interest in girls. A boy my age? It's not natural, Percy. You're having no interest in girls. Who says I have no interest in girls? I'm not queer, you know. Percy! 
Why don't you just forget it, my liver? I worry about you, darling. You really should know some nice girl. I don't understand you, Mother. I just don't understand you. For years, all I've been hearing is there are no nice girls. Now that's all I hear. Go bake your cucumber pie. Percy, dear. You please just forget it, Mother. How can I forget it? Don't you think I ever want to know the joys of having my own grandchild? What do you want from me? I can't do it alone. You know that, don't you? I can't do it alone. Look, girls that, well, that get paid for being nice to men, uh, they tell me to keep my money. They don't want anything to do with a creep like me. Oh, you're not a creep, Freddy. Oh, creep. I'm a creep. I'm a creep. Creep! Look, I'm a misfit that never should have happened. Cucumber pie. I'm going to the lab. Oh dear, I forgot to tell you. Forgot to tell me what? Dr. West called while you were gone. He seemed very excited about something. He said you should go over to the lab right away. I promised I'd tell you. Thanks. Be sure you lock the door, Percy. A poor woman like me can't feel safe alone at night. What with all these sex fiends running loose these days? What's your time, dear? Oh, good lord, the mother from Gruesome Twosome made a reappearance only instead of talking to Napoleon and being annoying. She just bitches at her son and is annoying. It's it's the worst, isn't it? It's pretty fucking uncanny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he leaves and his tie gets stuck in the door. And then I don't get it. Instead of just opening up the fucking door, he cuts his tie. It's supposed to be funny. It's just stupid. Uh, yeah, this is humor some... executed poorly. Yeah. And then we get some more narration and fuck it. I am not writing that down. That's our next clip. It makes sense. Most computers are programmed to make possible man's conquest of space. Dr. Hamilcar West has poured 10 years into the creation of a supercomputer with just one aim, to make possible on a scientific basis man's conquest of women. Something troubling you, my boy? I spoke to your mother this afternoon. Did she tell you? Well, cheer up, my boy. I've got some news about the secret project. Percy, my boy, listen to this. I was sitting in my bathtub tub this afternoon. Well, it's not really a bathtub, it's a hip bath. And I shouted, Eureka, I found it. The answer to the problem. No, the soap. And it hit me. The answer. No, the soap dish. Well, anyway, you remember that oscillating amplifier that couldn't generate a signal beyond 26.3 decibels? Well, what do you think I did? You rewired! No, I turned off the hot water. Then everything became clear. The answer! No, no, all the water went out of the bathtub. And as I sat there marveling at the miracle of nature that makes it possible for us to get uh, hot and cold water whenever we want it, and I said to myself, Hamilcar, that's my name, you know, I know, I know. And Hamilcar, you old goat! Hamilcar, you old reprobate. If we can have hot and cold running water, we can have hot and cold amperages. And then I pulled out my screwdriver. Um, and you know what? The average doubled. All the water went out of the tub. So I came down here and rewired the oscillator. And you know what? You solved it. 
No, I hit my thumb with the hammer. The safe got my head in the bathtub. The thumb is not the hammer. I never take a hammer into the bathtub. It rusts, you know. Amazing coincidence. That you hit your thumb with a hammer? No, of course not. As a matter of fact, the thing didn't work at all. But then I took the 6SN7 tube and made it in series with the grid. And then when the tape deck hits the 26,000 cycles, why, the voltage in the grid builds up to 50,000 ohms. And when it gets to 50,000 ohms, anything can happen. Your thought with the hammer, you mean? Oh, Percy, you're just not with it at all. As a matter of fact, that hammer was the same color as the bathrobe my mother gave me for my 14th birthday. No, I'm wrong. It, it was my 37th birthday. The mind plays tricks, eh, boy? Well, I was standing holding my thumb, and it came to me. The answer? No. The telegram from the Institute of Physical Science. And you know what was in it? The answer to that equation we sent them. Well, not quite. They said I neglected to pay my dues. So I decided to compute the solution myself. And I did. You found the solution? No. I, I paid my dues. I sent them a check tonight. Uh, by gum, now that I think of it, I didn't sign the check. <laughs> but I didn't address the envelope anyway. Uh, my boy, I've computed that if X equals the energy stored in the ergs uh, then, uh, of the transforming generator, then XY must equal the transforming generator uh, plus the exchange cycle. Look what I did. You hook the transformer and the generator in parallel. No, I cut my myself by ear shaking. Your ear? Well, anyway, you were almost right, my boy. I hooked the transformer and generator in series, not parallel, and almost knocked this main fuse right out of the box I get. How about that? How do you cut your ear shaving? Well, my boy, when I blew out the main fuse, the basketball team were mighty sore they were. You were playing at the gymnasium? No, they were petting in the basement where the fuse box is. But I digress. When I replaced the main, it hit me like lightning. The answer? No, the electricity. I was standing in a puddle of water. Feels like lightning, I'm told. But then I came back here and I, I sat down to work in earnest. I still don't see how you got your ears shaving. Well, it's easy. Anyone can do it. Just turn your head when you're not looking. Turn your head when you're not looking. That's right. That's exactly right. So I figured that if uh, wiring the generator and the transformer into the feeder capacitors and then by slowly building up the resistors on the sync pulse, I would have it. And it worked. Turn your head when you're not looking. I said it worked. Not looking where? Uh, it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. Come over here and I'll show you my boy. I have a reprogrammed this machine to do some sort of a, a automatic cell structure. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, and that is the end of that first 20 minutes. There are some tired as fuck, worn out comedic routines in this that were worn oh, out yeah. and tired at the time of this film's release. Big time. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, the whole the scientists being confused in uh, maximum AD, ADHD right there. That's just there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a 1968 film, so we're still pretty much right on par with all the other things that have been going on this year, and he hasn't grown as a filmmaker clearly at all. And if anything, he gives less of a fuck. Like, half of the movies that we've done in 1968 aren't even really movies. They're just things that got completed to try and turn somewhat of a profit, or just to make it for the sake of making it. Yeah, yeah. well, and also, we, uh, we heard him talk about this, that he didn't want to make this movie. Some other person pretty much forced him to make it. Uh, more or less, but I think that is just his way of, uh, you know, absolving any guilt for, or for how bad it turned out or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's at the age that he's saying these little intros that we're recording. It's when this box set was made and it was much later in life. And I'm just going to let him have this. He's going to coast past the ones he doesn't want to talk about. It's fine. It doesn't matter. This isn't any good. I mean, the first 20 minutes of this were boring as shit. And I watched all of it because I did fall asleep, but then I woke up, backed up a little bit and found where I left off and then completed it. But there's no story to this. It's just a series of wannabe sketches and it reminds me of like an SNL movie. Like the bad ones that were happening in the 90s and not the ones that yeah. like made a shitload of money but the ones where like they Night would just, of the Roxbury. Yeah, whatever. Where they would take like a single sketch that worked as a sketch and try and stretch it out to a film but without yeah. having like you could kind of lump Wayne's World into that but Wayne's World still kind of works somehow. Um, Wayne's that, World works. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't include that. But, yeah, but, but I like, get what you're saying. Like the ladies' man and night at the Roxbury, where like you can kind of enjoy the films, but you very clearly know that it's already stretched out and there's too much going on, or they're trying to put too much into what this sketch can't hold. Yeah, you just know it's kind of garbage. This 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 works as a three minute sketch, but not as an hour and a half to two hour long movie. <laughs> right. And the thing that it really makes it feel like that is that whole diatribe back and forth between the scientists where the one guy is just assuming that, you know, the most logical explanation as to what was the possible reason that the guy got any kind of inspiration for what he was talking about for this new invention that he created. And they just go on this entire diatribe of like, no, that was actually electricity. And no, I got electrocuted. And it feels like Abbott and Costello routines from like 40 years ago. Exactly. But, but like done very badly because when El- when Abbott and Costello were performing this these routines, the way they played off of each other and the way that Lou being the straight man would always just react to Abbott's zaniness is what made that shit funny. And these are two deadpan motherfuckers trying to deliver the same dialogue type and not doing it well at all. Yeah, right? It is just terrible. (laughs) And this is something that you and I have also discussed as well when we've covered other comedies that are bad. You are far more forgiving of a bad horror film than you will ever be of bad comedy because there's just no excuse to not get your timing right. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're going to do comedy you got to do it well. Horror, you could kind of get away with a, a little more, you know, okay, it's not going to be all that great. People yeah. could still get enjoyment out of it being half-assed. No one can get enjoyment out of half-assed comedy. And I think that's why a lot of horror comedies also fail in that yeah. they try for comedy too much and uh, they're not good at it and it's not great comedy and it fails miserably because of that. It's not all of them, but a large number of them. And particularly like some of the more uh, late 70s, early 80s kind of attempts at horror comedies really 
really have that, that it just fails miserably because bad comedy is just bad comedy and you just feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Let's move on. I'm good. Yeah. All right. That 20. So we start with the next 20. So they turn on the machine and they make a rabbit and the younger doctor's like, I always kind of wanted a rabbit. This is kind of nice. And after checking out the bunny for a bit, they talk again and well, fuck you. That's our next clip. Here's where you can add another oak leaf cluster to that brain of yours. Now, I'm able to make the lower vertebrae forms, but I don't have the proper equations for the higher forms. Imagine what we could do with it if we could make realistic animals. Realistic in every way. And then we can reverse the machine and make them disappear and bring them back whenever we want. Why? Why? We can make beautiful women in there. In there? too uncomfortable. Oh, women. What? <laughs> they're, uh, well, they're, uh, I understand they're, uh, 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 very difficult to make. And expensive, too. Nonsense, my boy. If we figure out the right equations, huh, they're no more expensive than one of these cards. And when we're through with them, <laughs> Percy, my boy, with your brain, oh, you could have us up to, up to you and beautiful women. Try it, Percy. Instant women. And no morning after. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like I said, misogyny. I mean, like, it's okay to get excited about being able to make your own sex doll. I get that. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I understand. You're, you're going to make... Your, your, your science has brought you something that you can use. Yeah, I, I get it. But like the way that they are so clearly just trying to distill women down to just looks and their fuckability is fucking gross. It's super fucking gross and it's not cool whatsoever. I think the uh, wife but, uh, that, uh, that was, was trying, the time, man. Yeah, I think the wife that was trying to make this happen, maybe trying to make a commentary about this and like hide it a little bit. But the way that Herschel Gordon Lewis shoots it, it just basically is a fucking Russ Meyer film without the tits. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, kind of what I think as well. Jesus Christ. Depressing. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, this whole movie is pretty fucking depressing. So anyway. The first time around, uh, they make a dude in drag because, ha ha, the gays. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, so that's that's fucked. And uh, so then, uh, then they destroy him, and then we get more working scenes filler. And then they make a woman who only wants this young doctor, and they get to go in, and he's like, even at one point trying to fight her off, but she only wants to make out. And then finally he's accepting of it. And then uh, the older doc, he, uh, he makes one and there's more rolling around, making out and they're all celebrating and drinking champagne. And it's fucking just still really fucking gross. And then the older doc's like, Hey, my heart can't handle much more of this. Uh, he thinks he's having a heart attack. So he grabs both the women and himself and puts them in the machine, tells the younger doctor, hit the button. All three of them eventually dissipate and are destroyed. Um, uh, and, oh, by the way, they also did a funny thing when it was all four of them hanging out, doing a lot of images to imply sex was happening. Like yeah. a screw with a, with a, uh, you know, like a screw with a nut uh, or screw with a screwdriver 
plug in with a, you know, a, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. The kind of thing that you're like Frank Drebin was looking across the fields and saw two silos and thought of boobs. And then, then yeah. and they were yeah. implying that they were having supposed sex. to be our new visual gag. Yeah. Everyone enjoy yourself. Yeah. It was like a train um, going into uh, a tunnel. Yeah. A station. Then, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Exactly. I, I hope everyone, uh, I hope you're all, it's, it's the funniest thing. Um, so then, uh, after all three disappear, uh, this leads to our next clip. Was it all just a trick of my imagination? But that couldn't be. Dr. West was real. Dead real. Okay. All right. 
so they enjoy their uh experiences and uh you know good good for them i guess um however that goes uh and that ends the that 20 minutes just to let you know how quickly all this went <laughs> yeah i don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore like yeah the guy's in the computer his consciousness is now part of this computer that makes material out of nothing and he taught the kid how to use it and now he's communicating to the kid from it and what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense now <laughs> like they just but, i mean they, it didn't really make any sense to begin with right but they they're not even fucking trying to have a plot here at all that we could even sink our teeth into in any way shape or form they're just not even bothering no it's just women aren't they fucking wily let's make some that's that's pretty much what this is <laughs> yeah and it's so weird because it's very clearly like the guy admits he can't he creeps women out and this is the only way that he can get a girl but like that's not true and he's essentially just a fucking incel basically yeah. <laughs> definitely i mean yeah definitely is <laughs> <laughs> and like they're trying to portray his behavior as just this wacky zany adventure where he is creating sentient beings that only exist for him to bang but they're not exactly sentient they're only sentient when he needs them to be he can turn that sentience on and off and then he can destroy them when he's done yeah, this is pretty so, much this whole movie is telling you women are disposable. This is so fucked up, dude. I, like, I know. I, as it's written, it feels like it is attempting to be a very scathing satire for the way that women are treated in the society of the 60s. Like it, it feels like somebody's got this burning desire to tell a story. And then men took that story away from her and went, quiet, you. We know how to do it better and just made this. Well, if you believe him. This person begged him, and he just really didn't do a good lot for her. <laughs> Maybe. Jesus fucking Christ. We can move on. I'm fine. fine. All, right, all right. So the next one he starts, uh, he frogs at the beach. Uh, listen, it's just a bunch more filler with him and different women, and then getting his brain scanned so the doctor, so, so it's the, the AI doctor can know all the deets and all that shit. I'm telling you right now, it, this might be the movie with the most amount of filler I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> or throughout this show. This movie has more filler than story. I am now challenged to find more filler for you than this. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, do it. But this one, as of now, probably has the most that we've ever had on this show. It's certainly the most of all of the Herschel Gordon Lewis we have covered for sure. Yeah. Um. So then uh, eventually, though, he starts getting tired and you hear him questioning, like, what kind of life is he living for himself? And Poor he him. decides he not indiscriminately in anything he chooses. Yeah, I mean, but he's probably getting tired. Uh, he doesn't have Gatorade back then. So he's starting to get real tired and he meets up again with Robot Doctor. And that is our next clip. You're late for this evening's assignment. You're not even dressed. I'm not going anywhere tonight. I may never go out of the town for you again. You have some pretty exciting episodes in your memory banks from the missions I did go out on for you. I'm afraid you'll have to be satisfied showing reruns. What do you mean you may never go out on another mission for me? That you're ready to turn your back on me? To forget me? Why? Tell me why. Or don't you think I deserve an explanation? I don't want to appear to be ungrateful. Of course not. After all I've done for you, trying to reprogram and help you, now you want to forget me. But you don't want to appear ungrateful. Heavens, no. These girls, they're not. Let me bring back the dream girl you made in the computer. You can have the girl of your dreams and, and I can record it. Oh, 
sounds like fun. She's not that kind of girl. I mean, not nice. Not what kind of a girl? She's not that hot. All girls are that kind of girl when they are made in the computer. Do you want me to blow a tube? If you fall for one girl, you're not playing the game, Percy. And that's dangerous. Haven't you heard about the battle of the sexes? You've got to keep your guard up all the time, and every time you're in contact with the enemy. What kind of Casanova are you, my boy? Has all my reprogramming been wasted on you? Yes, it has. Besides, there doesn't have to be a battle of the sexes. You've blown up your answer. Women are natural enemy men, and natural prey for men. Now you get into that conditioning chair, son. Let me straighten you out. No, no more conditioning in that blown up hair dryer. No more reprogramming and no more transcriptions for your memory bank. Believe me, son. Please believe me. I know what's best for you. No! After all I've done for you, I need you. I've got my own life to get on with. I want to get out of here. Where are my glasses? Wait. You can't do this for me. I won't let you do this. I won't let you. Hell, Judy, Edward, Jackie, Florida, Beth, Linda. Jesus fucking Christ. That clip is all the misogyny all at once. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wants tenderness and trust in a relationship? Got to always keep your guard up. Jesus Christ. It's a, I mean, no it, wonder. It's a war between the sexes, and the only way to win it is to be an uncaring piece of shit. No wonder incels are so incredibly unfucking happy. It's pretty much like uh, incels would watch this movie and go, fuck yeah, he's right. Right? Where's my machine that makes bitches? Oh, God. Yeah. Clip. We'll only do what I want. <laughs> I don't want him to have an, a, uh, go ahead, I don't go want ahead. him to have an opinion or feelings. <laughs> Clip. Shut up. <laughs> i'm too lazy to grab them so don't worry uh let's see here so anyway then uh the ladies of course the the i ai doc starts making the ladies come out and they start uh, quote unquote attacking the young man when they're just like making out with them but he's able to get free and pauses them and then deletes them he then turns his attention to computer doc uh he even deletes his dream girl which he felt was very hard to do uh, and then he turns his attention to AI Doc, and that is our next clip. Now, Professor, I'm going to change you from AC to DC, and maybe you'll leave me alone. Oh, I'm waiting. 
Okay, okay. I guess is there better than that? I'll put some of the hormones back into your memory banks. Jesus fucking Christ. Now there's homophobia there at the tail end. Yeah. Then, oh, I mean, yeah, the home, I mean, everything's racked up with this. Uh, during this whole thing, the doctor reprograms it so the doc will be alive forever as long as there's constant power and with all the memories that uh, the young doctor already uploaded. So he should be happy, but he rewrites it so he doesn't require any more. Uh, then after a while, the doctor, he steps and breaks his glasses. And that's the end of that 20 minutes leading into the final 20 minutes. Uh, okay. And the misogyny doesn't stop. <laughs> there was a point where the guy refers to himself as not being homosexual, using a term that has been. Re- yeah, he uses the, the Q word. Right. But it's been recaptured, so to speak, and is yeah. now being used in more of a positive light. And the way that he says it is basically like stating like to his mom i like girls that just don't like me and like yeah. I, I feel like leaving it in the clip as is is totally almost fine in context because he doesn't say it as if it's a negative thing that he is or could possibly be just that he in fact is not it's just yeah. that girls don't like him <laughs> uh, his, his mom and what's not to like you fucking incel piece of shit but this last clip where all of a sudden they start removing testosterone from the programming of the computer and then the guy becomes gay all of a sudden and starts like trying to coerce him into hanging out with dudes immediately. That that's fucking wrong. That shit's yeah. just weird. Yeah, yeah. It's all bad. Everything's bad. Nothing's <laughs> I mean, there's nothing redeemable about this movie at all. <laughs> Yeah, it is um, pretty much hot garbage, and this is going to be another one that I will not watch again. No, I will never watch this one again. This this is bad. <laughs> Even just kind of talking about it, I'm like, good lord, this is. there's nothing to really go on about other than just the missteps that are taken at every turn that this movie has been chosen to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. That's all we got. No. Oh. Jesus Christ. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. We're at least going to hit an hour with this, I think. Yeah. All right. So the final 20 starts. He walks around blind for a bit. He can't really see and runs into a nice woman. And that is our final clip. Dr. Corley. Oh, yes. It is a good morning, isn't it? Good morning to you. Uh, I'm very sorry, but do I know you? Wait, have, have you lost your glasses? Uh, worse, I, I broke them. Uh, oh, accidentally, of course. Oh, oh, that's really too bad. Yes, it is. It's so beautiful this time of morning. It's a shame not to be able to see all the beauty better. Uh, oh, you know my name. Uh, do I know you? Oh, I, I don't really. I don't really think so. There's, uh, there's no reason you... You should. <laughs> there is. You seem like a very nice person. A person I'd like to know. Oh, oh why, why, thank you. <laughs> you, you uh, probably wouldn't think so if, if you had your glasses. Oh, that's not so. I'll bet you're very pretty. Uh, where, where have you seen me before? I, uh... Uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm in my seventh year of graduate work in the science department at the university. Really? Well, you were... Why, going to school was awesome. Oh, I seem to have 
have any talent for. Yes, I'm that way, too. Why, what a thing for you to say, Dr. Corley. Why, the, the professors in the department are always talking about what an outstanding mind you are. Professors are often wrong about most things outside their own field. Uh, it doesn't always help uh, uh, the mind, I mean. Oh, I, I know what you mean. Uh, that's, that's why I have my little dog. They, they keep me company. I always oh. thought a pet would help. Oh. Uh, my mother never let me keep pets. Uh, she didn't like the mess oh. they made around the house. Oh. <laughs> well, may I walk with you? Oh, oh, I <laughs> Why, you were at my seminar. I've wanted to meet you for years. That is the Why, Yes, Dr. Corley, you, you were saying? Uh, 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 may I call you back? Oh, yes, please do. I think it's a simply horrible name. Well, I think it's beautiful. Uh, I'll bet you're beautiful. Oh, oh, I almost wish you'd never get a new pair of glasses. <laughs> oh, it's you, dear. Yes, it's me, Mother. Are you all right, dear? Where are your glasses? I broke my You're acting very strange. I broke them. I'm happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. You sound delirious. I'm not delirious, Ma. Just happy. I've met this wonderful girl. What? And I have a date this evening. With a girl I've never met? I might not even like her. Oh, it really doesn't matter whether you like her or not, Mother. What? Well, I like her. And she seems to like me. Oh, what an unkind thing to say to your mother. And after all I've done for you. What the fuck? Yeah, anyway, he shuts his tie in the door again and cuts it again because he didn't realize he could open up the door. Um, anyway, the lady is waiting at home for the date with her parents. She tells her dad he has to put in his teeth. The dad's like, you know, so many guys have always like just, I guess, stood her up all the time that he's like not aware this date's going to happen. Uh, but they want to marry her off quick because apparently she's just no good as a daughter. And that's it's fucking just oh, the whole thing's just the fucking worst. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, women the have doctor no gets value there outside of being married and making babies is basically the lesson that the whole scene was teaching. Yeah. Um. So the doctor gets there. There is like awkward small talk, but there's no way in hell I would even have tried to clip it because it would have just been so worthless. So, um, anyway, they go out on their date. They have a fabulous time. They do all the things like a date you do, you know, and all this shit. Uh, then they end up on a park bench and they start making out a little bit. And, uh, again, talking about pets and stuff. He goes, well, I always wanted a rabbit. And she goes, well, you know, if you just wish hard enough, you might get it. All of a sudden she appears to have rabbit ears and a rabbit tail, uh, and a little bunny tail in a bikini and she's all hot and he's all happy. They walk away. Misogyny, I guess, wins in this fucking movie. Roll credits. Ah, 
Jesus fucking Christ, what a mess this film is. Oh, yeah. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, really bad. bad. I, I don't even know what else to say other than bad. I mean. Yeah, it's just plain terrible. You're not wrong. Oof. Oh. Yeah, and it's not yes. even like looking at it through the lens of modern eyes depicting... <clears throat> the misogyny and everything like even watching this 20 years ago we would have been like this is awful <laughs> yeah i think so just like ah, this is yeah back in 2000 we'd have been like oh this is this is really bad this is misogynistic shit and yeah through modern eyes when you know you know through the lens of l- looking back at how women were treated and continue to still be poorly treated even though it is better question mark now sort of maybe i don't know less rights now over their own bodies though so is it better here it's not better at all yeah it's worse i guess whatever fuck i mean yeah, it's it, it's this attitude is the problem that they how to make a doll Who, whoever yeah. made it this misogynistic it's their fault whoever it is it's terrible and i can see why herschel wanted to wash his hands of it even though it's included on this box set yeah and uh, who knows why he must just be anal retentive like you it has to include everything if he's going to do a box set <laughs> maybe but then again like this made him money too i guess so whatever i don't know Ugh. let's just fucking end it and we'll do a story time and uh whatever we get for episode length is what we get but we should be over an hour but even with just two stories we should be good sounds good all right so we're going to take a little break here we're going to play the next new york doll song which is trash aptly named for this fucking movie and when we come back we'll have a start <laughs> So as the New York Dolls are about to tell you there, it's trash. Don't pick it up when you're looking at watching how to make a doll. Yeah. So just you know, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Let's feel a lot better. And Matt can give us all a... That never happened. Um, oh boy, what can I say? Uh, story time, right? Yeah, yeah, it is story time. It is now time to tell a story or just pat out the episode talking about how we can't tell a story during story time. Uh, the, I'm trying to think of a above decent story to be able to tell that's recently happened to me. I'm, my life is so fucking boring now. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, here you go. Here's a good one. So, my wife has recently gotten into TikTok. And so I had to download it because she sends me things and I have to watch them or else, you know, bad things happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
exactly. So um, one of those uh, really good ones is a, a person who takes the, the action figure pictures uh, and like puts sparks and stuff and fireworks and it makes those cool pictures. And she's like, don't you have a couple of those? I go, yeah, one of our listeners sent me two of those. One, an alien one, and one uh, Ewoks one that I have right now staring at, looking at my computer. I thought that was really cool that other people are doing that now. And I'm like, hey, I've already had that kind of stuff. <laughs> huh, that's funny. No, actually, the action figure photography thing has been going on for a while. It's been like a whole big community. It just so happens that a fellow podcaster was deeply involved with that. And it was Paul uh, from... <sighs> Who will survive and what will be left for them? I can't remember what the name of the show was, but our friend Paul Stevenson is actually the photographer who sent us that. And I still have the Jason Voorhees one. He let me select that one. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, and he included the other two for you like because he, he thought you would like those. Oh, I do. I love them. Yeah. That's why I have them. <laughs> yeah, but I have the Jason Voorhees uh, from, I think, Friday the 13th, 6, where Jason lives. And yeah, it's that outfit. I just turned around to look at it. Chilling. And uh, yeah. No, th- there's a lot of folks that actually do the action figure photography and, you know, do the action poses with you know having fireworks going off or throwing dirt at them and trying to catch like the action in motion to give it the sense of a still frame of an actual thing taking place is really cool yeah uh, i've always been very fascinated with that but that's been around for a while and folks have been doing that quite a bit but i'm really glad that you're getting into that world because it is fascinating the stuff that these folks come up with it's very creative it is so fucking awesome i love it um but yeah so and it's just fun to watch uh, especially these videos how they're making them and then you see the final product. And I think that's that's something else. Yeah, I don't really do the ticky talky thing myself because my wife just sends me the videos and I just watch the videos like through Messenger. And that's, yeah. it. that's it. That's all the further I'm going. Um, my wife also really indulges in the ticky talky and it may be her fault that your wife got hooked on TikTok. I, I don't know. It's what it's it's the one way or another. Yeah, yeah. One of the other, one or the other, infected the opposite. Is basically yeah. What it's happened it's with much like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, Bev sends me the ticky talky things all the time, and uh, you know, sometimes will show me the snappy chats that they do as a group or yeah. whatever, just depending upon what it is. And um, more power to them. These these ladies sure do love to stay in chat with their snappy chats and their ticky talks. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time with the snappy chats. <laughs> I was going to try and come up with uh, some kind of a story time story revolving around the action figure photography but I don't really have a personal story of doing that work. I, you know, I know that uh, our boy Fancy Mark used to do that as well. I don't know if he does that as much because he's actually started doing music um, a good bit. So, you know, there's some more folks to talk about there um, or just to mention that do that action figure photography style of work and that really creative stuff with like the explosions and such. Um, that's, yeah. just, that's just the folks that I know that can do it off the top of my head. Uh, but, you know, it's not something that I ever actually did. So I don't really know where to go with this other than and okay okay it's an oppressive skill yeah absolutely okay no actually i do have something that involves um digging action figures and still liking them as an like as a quote-unquote grown-up all right Mm -hmm. all right so everybody knows this age whatever this age is regardless of the actual number that it hits for you there is an age when you decide you're going to be grown up and you need to get rid of all of your toys and you need to hide them or you need to box them up and they need to be not around and they don't stay in your room anymore and you're going to be totally grown up everybody has hit that that stage 
more or less. Some folks maybe just like left the action figures posed and put them on shelves, but they would collect dust so they could pretend like they weren't playing with them anymore. Um, well, I hit this age. I don't know why you have to attack me like that. <laughs> hey, this is me now as a 43, <laughs> soon to be 44 year old man with like 5 billion Godzilla figures on shelves collecting dust. They're not, they're not toys that I play with. They're just action figures I quote unquote collect now. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way with Star Wars and Star Trek spaceships. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, when I hit that that phase where I'm like trying to like, well, you can't have action figures even like you know just like pose. You just that that seems too childish. You know, you want to be all grown up. You want to be an adult. But there was like a you remember the Swamp Thing cartoon series where they had those toys that came out and there was like the Swamp Thing that would fall apart and then you push a button and then it pulls in all the strings and he jumps back up and he's one solid figure. Um, they had oh yeah 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 they had like a whole yeah I, yeah, I remember a, those yeah it was a were there ones you could tear apart yeah they were like almost jelly yeah yeah they did have some bits like that too um but anyway uh that was like the there was like an 80s version where he was like kind of a bendy thing with like a hard head kind of but anyway um those uh 90s ones they would have like jelly heads that would put on and then you could take off like they did for uh beetlejuice toys as well at the time in the 90s anyway these toys the swamp thing toys were so fucking badass that i hid them but left them readily available in <laughs> my room as a kid so i could still pretend to be grown up but could still look at and be like this toy is so fucking badass i love this design and i i was just like i i immediately shifted from you know playing playtime like from toys to appreciating how cool the design of the toy was and wanting to have it for that alone and i just turned into a collector but it was like this secret shame where i hid it for like years where i had this kind of stuff and that same drawer that i put stuff in is where my comics would get piled up and i wouldn't talk about it even though i was collecting comics because i already did fit in at all where i grew up and i already had a big enough problem with people giving me shit for being weird without even having to try and go further with comic books and collecting action figures yeah, yeah. no i i totally get you yeah big time <laughs> yeah and it all started because i didn't want to get rid of those swamp thing toys which and sadly i have somehow lost and are gone but would probably collect them again i feel the same way about uh my hasbro uh uh wwf wrestler figures that i got when i was a kid is that and the I thumb got, like, wrestlers the... where you would stick your thumb nope. up their ass and wrestle no nope, they're the them? small plastic ones and they oh, were yeah they were like the next gen uh of of wrestling figures and they are so expensive these days to to find and i got the original wrestling ring too and had that put together it was it, they were really cool and yeah, the, they got, I, I purposely put them away and I believe my parents found them in a move and, uh, I believe they went the way of the dodo and that pains me every day, including all my old transformers as well. It just, uh, there's nothing but pain and suffering in my life when I really think about it. <laughs> One of the happiest moments of my adult life was when my mom shipped me a box of toys that I thought were gone forever that they found somewhere and said, here, we don't want these. Yeah. My mom did the same thing. For one, but I don't believe she that I think she just did whatever she wanted for the rest. And it just always hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I did have some Legos that are apparently extremely spendy that my uh, nephews have usurped into their collections. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey look at that youth we went lost. over the hey we went over the hour we talked about youth loss we were able to kind of cheer everybody up after this and uh you know we opened up about our lives and our uh, action figure obsessions that have still gone on to this day including yes. your, your now new tiki taki obsession of watching the action figure well, photographers do their work yeah. yeah i know i love that shit 
<laughs> it's super relaxing. Like one of my favorite things is watching people do the decorative pancakes where they have all the different colored pancake batter and they draw something out. And then when they flip it over and it's complete, it's a baked pancake that is also a design. I find that oh, so yeah. relaxing. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> all right enough 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 we need to close this fucking episode out so we can take a break and get next week's episode done too <laughs> yeah Jesus, let's go all right with that i'm gonna play the ending legion promo and then after that we're going to have the song personality crisis which i know for sure has been played on this show before but it's really fucking good so you know we can listen to it again folks it's fine and when we come back we'll close out this fucking show if you enjoyed this show then make sure you check out the other great shows on the legion podcast network like cinema psyops cinema beef devour the podcast Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Go Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Dolls can put some really depressing lyrics on a song that really fucking rocks and make you think that you're really, really happy about it. Yeah, and it and it, it also sounds like like it, it always is so funny with that kind of music. It always sounds so peppy and raucous and ready to go. But uh, if you really listen to the lyrics, it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, indubitably, my friend. Well, instead of indulging even further into this depression, let's just go ahead and uh, get everybody out of here. Google us on whatever to try and find us. Cinema PsyOps, very easy. You can find us. Or if you just do a search in your podcatchers for Cinema PsyOps, we're going to pop up. Or just look for Legion Podcast with the Google. You don't have to hear me say the URL just to prove that I can say all that stuff in one breath without even breathing. 
can. We don't need to do that. Uh, I'm available on the Legion Discord chat. I'll try to respond as much as possible. I'm a busy, busy lad uh, with both work and private life and everything else. So we'll see what ends up happening there. But I am going to try and stay in touch with everybody. And I try to respond when I get direct messages. The older we get, the busier we get. And I really wish that would stop. Time goes really fast now. If you'd like to try and capture a moment in time and slow things down, you could do that with our meme repository on Instagram of cinema underscore psyop, or you could just indulge in a bit of uh, raucous humor in the Facebook group aptly named Cinema Psyops, where the memes get shared to, as well as the main page of Cinema Psyops, where they are ultimately shared to very much first after this uh, Instagram, and then shared to Court Psyops, where I'm available on uh, Messenger and Facebook as well, although I'm not really taking friends request unless i recognize somebody nowadays because i'm i'm done i don't need to promote my podcast that hard anymore we've been doing this for way too fucking long that's true it's it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) while you're out there hoping we at least put in nine years before we call it quits kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch stuff that's also true how's it going <laughs> not too bad not too bad hey did you fiddle around with the switches on the back I, I i'm yeah i actually did uh how does this sound a little bit better did you hold on one sec let me try one more okay how about this mm, go back to the way that one was the other one all right hold on better yeah all right so one is like for a bass roll off and then one is for a high-end roll off i think it's the high-end one that you had selected the first and then the bass roll off we're gonna let it be because you have a booming voice and we don't want to roll that off cool yeah yeah because there's like two switches one is like mid and that switch you had me put back to mid okay yeah and then the other one's like a straight line and then or a curved line and i put it to the straight line and yeah. apparently you say it sounds better yeah that's the base the base roll off and what that does is it gets rid of your base roll off and then now you're just all your bassiness of your voice is going to stick around um you'll get a little more desk noise and stuff but yeah that sounds significantly better even than last week and last week sounded great um, yeah cool cool uh, I'm recording on my side. Are you able to record on yours? No, I'm on my phone again. Okay, that's totally fine. Then I will just go ahead and... Recording in progress. <laughs> there we go. And um, you still hear me and everything right now? Yeah, yeah, I can still hear cool, you. Cool, cool. Um, I, I just, I, I put my phone to sleep 
and the Zoom meeting keeps going, which will help with battery, even though we won't have a problem. But yeah, yeah. I okay. just wanted to make sure. Can you do a three, two, one clap in your mic real quick? Will do. Three, two, one. All right. Well, the clap didn't come through for me, but I'll assume it recorded. Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> it might just be the uh, cancellation on it, but the three, two, one, I can sync up. That's fine. You count it down. Cool, cool. Enough. All right, let's go ahead and uh, fucking get this over with. I'm going to roll in with Herschel's intro. You're up first with How All to right. Make a Doll, and then uh, we'll, we'll jam through it. Here we go. Yeah. we at least put in nine years before we call it quits kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch <laughs> all right i'm gonna go ahead and stop recording on my side let's take a quick break uh run to the bathroom cool. and everything and we'll be back in 10 sound good yeah sounds good all right later dude later recording stopped